Hi, and welcome to the I Meet Hotel podcast with industry updates, expert guests, and musings on what the future of travel and hospitality might look like. Every week, we'll bring you a new topic we find interesting through our work in this business with your host, Kristen Lipinski. We also want to hear from you. If there's something you'd like us to talk about on one of our next episodes, email us at info at imeethotel.com or find us on LinkedIn at imeethotel. Hello and welcome to I Meet Hotel, the podcast. I'm your host, Christian Lipinski. This week, we welcome to the show Cloudbed's Senior Vice President of Sales and Growth, Raphael Blanis. Raphael, welcome to the show. It's great to have you on today. How are you? We're doing good, Christian. Thank you very much for having me on. Oh, absolutely. I think we should start with an uh, introduction, Raphael. Perhaps you can tell our audience a bit about your background and the solution Cloudbed's offer. Sure. I uh. I got out of college and just went head first into hospitality, right? And I started doing my my tour in pretty much all the departments that I could. I really just, I, I wanted to sort of own my own resort one day. That was the aspiration. And so everything from uh, front office operations, uh, uh, marketing, sales, uh, housekeeping, you name it. I, I, I try to go into it and, and, and learn as much about it. Now, uh, 10 years after that, I, I, I just, <laughs> I pivoted instead of wanting to own, now that I knew what hospitality was all about, I was like, you know what, I don't know if I want to own one. Um, <laughs> um, and I think, it, I, I think I took a liking into technology mm-hmm. and what role it had in hospitality. Mm-hmm. And so I, I, I got out of hospitality uh, operations and went into travel tech, which is where I found um Adam and Richard, the co-founders of uh, uh, of Cloudbeds, mm-hmm. and they were uh, they were trying to at the time they were they had a, a meta search engine and a booking engine that they were launching down in Brazil, mm-hmm. and man, I really fell in love with the, their vision, their passion for the industry, um, you know, one that I love so much as well, and 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 what changes they wanted to make to it, and so I jumped on, I I, I sort of latched onto that opportunity, seeing what they brought to the table, and. Um, Thankfully, we were able to, since then, grow what was a simple booking engine and, and a meta search engine really now into a unified platform, right? So CloudBeds really aims to um, have this sort of uh, complete platform towards reservation management. We're talking a property management system, a channel manager, a booking engine, you know, websites, a marketplace, uh, revenue management uh, uh, components, and other products, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and, and when we really take a look at it, 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 it's less about connecting those things together, but instead building a platform that just has all of that in it, right? Uh, uh, we, we, it's, it's about removing that sort of, uh, or remo- removing as much as possible that, that, that sort of hyper integration um, uh, needs of, of the current tech stack and hospitality and providing one platform that can sort of do it all mm-hmm. without that integration, right? Mm-hmm. Now that CloudBits doesn't integrate into many things because it does, but through reservation management, it, it's, it's, it's really about having one system that can allow you to run operations, do sales, right? Take care of your guests, all of it inside the same application. 
And and seeing your background of working in hospitality, uh, it's good because you get both sides of the coin now that you're working in tech and what actually hoteliers need uh, in order to run right because you were put in that position to start with and working in hotels. So now working on the tech side gives you a really good view of the other side of the coin. Um, and, And seeing how much experience you have, um, you know, as we know, the last couple of years have drastically changed the way we travel. Uh, what are some key aspects that hotelers should pay attention to? Yeah, uh, <laughs> it's a little bit of a different world these days, huh? Yep. Uh, especially in leisure. Man, leisure is having sort of a heyday uh, these days. It's, it's, um, it's not what it once was. And what I mean by that is, it's like, it's, it's, when you take a look at not only the rise in demand, and I don't know if that's because of the COVID hangover that we have, right? But but really, it's the it's the expectation that where I stay or where 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 I spend the night should be part of that travel experience, mm-hmm. as opposed to just some box that I sleep in. And and then my experiences after that, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and and you start seeing leisure travel really take a whole bunch of color, right? Uh, there's the rise in like sort of like outdoor or unique hospitality concepts. Um, uh, like boutique motels or boutiques, right? You have glamping, you have base camp concepts. I even saw uh, a train being turned into sort of a stationary hotel, right? Uh, Again, it it comes from from the thought that guests want a cool experience. They want a memory. They want a a photo uh, relevant uh, uh, sort of uh, the places to stay, right? and, and they're seeking out these sort of new experiences and the market is adjusting and it's opening these up and it's getting really creative with, with the supply that it's creating. And I think it's, uh, I think it's just fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, I think vacation rentals paved a little bit of that, of that uh, up front, right? Uh, vacation rentals have been booming for a very long time now, but, but obviously COVID just set, um, uh, set that on fire, really, yep. right? Um, and, and, and now with sort of working from home or this sort of like, uh, uh, I'm, I'm able to work remotely, you also start seeing people incorporate their work into, into their vacations. So they start doing these sort of like workations, right? Well, I'm going to stay for two weeks, one while I work, one while I'm, while I'm off. Right. So you start needing a different, different type of, you know, some small hotel room that, uh, that just has a bed in it to, to like oh, a little bit more space, perhaps a little bit of a kitchen. You start seeing that demand come into the works, uh, uh, go into the uh, um, mm-hmm. uh, hospitality landscape as well. Um, I think also some some changes that, that you'll see is that guests now more than ever want ultimate control over where they stay, right? They they want it on demand. They want it to be on their phone, really, right? Uh, um, like like virtual check-ins. Sure. Yep. Uh, and if you if you really look at the airlines have really adapted to that way earlier than than hotels have uh, uh, or lodging has. Um, but I think that the, the demand of it is, is still there, right? They're really wanting that similar type of experience. Travel mm-hmm. shouldn't be any different than any sort of other on-demand service. I want to make a reservation, edit that reservation, see my specific assignments, perhaps uh, speak with people, get help, all of that through, mm-hmm. through a mobile phone. Mm-hmm. And, and I think that comes from like generational differences, right? The, the younger the generations that are traveling become the the more a smartphone or a tablet has had an impact in their life. So um, they come to expect this sort of instant service, instant communication, all of it through their, through their phone. So again, this sort of 
Um, I, I want a unique experience um, that is fresh, uh, but I also want to have the ability to to <laughs> to control it, to to um, uh, you know uh, again to, to to have the ability to edit it the way that I would like. Uh, um, I, we were talking to somebody earlier about you know asking for a late checkout and, and to sort of explaining to. Uh, a 15 year old today that's like yeah no in order to get a late checkout you have to go downstairs and semi-negotiate yeah. a, a late checkout <laughs> with a front desk agent they're like no why wouldn't it be on the phone and it, the options exist and if they already know the answers i get to choose and i'm like yeah we're, we're getting there we're getting there right yeah. um so things like that yeah no it's um all the things you're pointing out and yeah maybe it is uh you know birth from the pandemic uh, the working remotely, people have gotten such a good taste of that, and now they're choosing to do that. But the, uh, you know, personally, when I go and travel, you know, I look for those things. I'm I'm traveling with more of, um, more of intent to travel and have an experience rather than just go and see something. Uh, so I'm spending a lot more time planning my travels and a lot longer traveling as well. You know, we've seen people back in the day just a few days travel. Now they're planning a few weeks travel. Um, and that brings me to my, my next question for you. Um, you know, as we know, the last couple of years, um, uh, really the data that we have, revenue data, all of that's kind of been thrown in the garbage uh, because all the historical data is, doesn't really match up with what's happening today. And we know that there's so many parts of running a hotel effectively. Um, are there more areas that hotelers should focus on now? Yeah, I think uh, yes, it, it, and, it, and it is a little bit confusing these days, right? As as you look to see like what what do you focus on? But I, I think one thing that always stays true is the guest and the guest experience. In fact, that's that's the one thing that we produce is a happy guest experience or a great guest experience. That's what we should be aiming out to do, right? Um, and so um, that's one focus that I would take a look at, right? Um, especially today. You know, uh, is it easy for guests to find my hotel? Is it easy for them to book that reservation? Our pricing is the pricing correct, right? For 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 the options and against the competitive set that I'm against. Mm -hmm. Is it's really about the entire guest journey, right? Which is why it's so critical on on attracting new guests um, and building that customer loyalty. So it, it, I think we focus on that guest experience first and how the guest is going to be interacting and is that the way they want to do it? Um, that's certainly something that I would focus on. Um, the things like guest messaging, which have become increasingly popular mm -hmm. uh, and, and almost expected these days, right? Um, can, I, you know, can I communicate? Can I answer questions? Can I provide more information? Uh, I think there was a stat uh, that I read just recently that 94% of business travelers and 80% of leisure travelers expressed an interest in using a smartphone to request a service or to message the hotel staff. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's, I, if, if you take a look at that type of interest or demand, if you want to call it that, that we, we got to get ahead of this, right? right. It's, it's, if that's what they're wanting, that this is how they're wanting to communicate, then we're forcing them outside of that uh, 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 to communicate, then then we're already not servicing a huge portion of that guest experience, which is just the interaction in the first place. So, um, yeah, guest experience is where I would focus first. Yep. No, totally. I, uh, I agree with you on that. Uh, I, I think that, you know, 
our expectations as travelers uh, tend to be more uh, expecting this hyper personalization and ease of use and you know being able to check in on your phone or even card readers that are on your phone i've seen these where um you know you can open the door with your phone uh it, which brings me to you know technology we're a huge fan of technology at ime hotel uh, we also see that if you're you know behind uh, on your text solutions you know you're just setting yourself up for failure uh, however, with so many solutions out there, it, it could be quite a headache finding the right tech for the hotel. How do you recommend navigating through this jungle of technology, especially that's come over, come out the last couple of years? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. It, w walk through the hallways of a, of a high tech or an ITV uh, in the technology section, right? And, and you'll find, you'll find plenty of tech out there that aims at affecting or, or, or delivering some sort of gain in guest experience, right? Um, uh, you know, I think if, if I'm a hotelier today, I, I would first ask myself before I answer, like, what, which one should I get into or which one should I try out? I should ask myself what my goals are, right? Sure. Every property is doing something very, very well and probably needs assistance in something else, right? They're trying to either fix or get something else handled, right? And so mm -hmm. is it just reservations? Are we lacking in bookings and reservation pace? Is it reducing errors in operations? Is it expanding reach? Like what? What is it about the guest experience that you're wanting to focus on, right? I identify that need first, but narrow, narrow now the, the, the types of uh, tech that you're going to be looking into, narrow that need first, and then you can start asking yourselves, all right, well, out of everything that, let's say that, uh, I don't know, I'm into, uh, I want to re redo my checking experience, mm -hmm. right? Um, uh, then out of all of the check-in related guest service uh, or guest experience applications that exist, then really start looking at, I would say, four major sections. One is the intuitiveness. Is it easy to use, uh, not just for the owners and the operators, but for the guests themselves, right? Uh, if it's really going to be about check-in, it, it needs to be very easy, very simple. So um, and that's easy to see because in a demo, you'll see if it's easy, it just calls to you and says, oh, that, that's simple. That's a, that's a way to do that, right? Yeah. Uh, the next thing that it would have to be is it has to be plug and play, right? Easy to deploy, easy to integrate. Um, you know, this takes you a month to, to, to deploy or something else or, 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 or it's cumbersome just uh, in order to get it uh, integrated, then it's probably not the best solution out there. Because uh, really, you can make this easy to deploy these days. So, mm -hmm. um, third would be accessibility. Uh, again, the tech can't be behind some sort of wall or in a server, and it has to be on the cloud. It needs to be accessible from anywhere, um, so that operators and their employees can can utilize it, see it, and affect it from anywhere. Not only in on property, but outside of the property as well. Sure. Need to be. And then, lastly, is that friendliness that. that user friendliness, not just necessarily using the application. I, I, I mean like technical assistance and the friendliness of the company towards your business and customer service. Are there training opportunities? Um, is, you know, is there an ability to, to, to guide them through using the full extent of that tool? Because a lot of times you buy, you buy an application, you end up only using 30 or 40% of it, not because you don't see value, but because it doesn't, I don't know, you don't know how to use it or, or you don't have time to get trained. So is that company going to help you and ensure you're getting the most out of that, um, you know, you know, monthly bill that you're getting for that app. So, um, 
uh, again, identify that main need, that main pain point that you have that you're needing to fix, and then look at applications in those four categories. And, and I'm sure you'll pick something great. Yeah, it makes makes total sense. Uh, I think we should switch over to uh, the people problem that we recently been having. We had a webinar focusing on recruitment and retainment in you know this year, and hotelers have really been hit hard by labor shortages. People have got you know, as we mentioned earlier, uh, a taste of working remotely, and many of them have not returned to their hospitality jobs. How has this affected the industry? Yeah, the, that labor shortage is real. It really has um, uh, put a strain on uh, what hotels are able to do. I mean, I hear about hotels blocking out floors just because they don't have the staff to be able to clean them in the first place, right? Like yeah. they're having to make these decisions due to labor shortages. So it's, it is a real problem. Um, and, and the reality is, is that th there are a bunch of opportunities here to be able to exploit. And, and what I mean by that is we are in hospitality and lodging. We spend a lot of time doing manual tasks or we're managing systems in, uh, almost in a manual way. And, you know, really humans shouldn't be doing work that machines can automate and do, uh, um, especially now when we don't have as many uh, 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 employees to go around. Right. And so, um, yes, uh, you, you looking at, um, at technology to help um, with automation or the takeover of the mundane and repetitive tasks um, um, can be a really good way forward. And actually, and for properties that deploy these types of tools, it can be a great motivator for people to work at properties with said technology, right? There are some mundane tasks. There are some tasks that like no one really likes to do. Yeah, and if a system sure. can, can take care of it that way, I get to do what I like to do, which is interact with guests and provide a good um, uh, guest experience. Um, I think ultimately hotel staffing models and job descriptions will start to change as tech plays a bigger role in their day-to-day, -day, right? It's not just, have you worked in hospitality before, but it's, have you worked with systems like this before? Um, so that I know that I'm, I'm taking someone on that uh, has experience with being able to manage or ha having working with systems that automate certain parts of the job, uh, et, et cetera. So um, uh, yeah, a, a, a lot of, a lot of a lot of apps right now that or a lot of decisions should be made on apps that are aimed at problem solving, analysis, planning, strategy. All of this uh, uh, can be automated behind the scenes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and that's one thing about automation too. Uh, there's lots of good uh, software out there. There's a lot of good programs that are proven to work. Uh, and I've had this conversation with another one of our, our, our speakers with the IME Hotel uh, was not only uh, does these kinds of systems solve a lot of these issues, but they're also more sustainable. You know, you're not yeah. printing out things, you're saving all your data on the cloud. So, you know, um, room management or housekeeping or things that need to be fixed, they're not being written down anymore. They're kept into these different systems uh, for the property, thus saving a lot more. Uh, and being a little bit more environmental friendly. So there's a lot of upsides to getting the right systems, um, which meaning looking to the future, what would you recommend hotelers to take into account, take into consideration now in order to be prepared for the changing landscape 
uh, of hospitality, say in the next two to five years, we know that uh, Gen Z, they're traveling more, they're expecting things differently, and there'd be younger generations that live in this digital world uh, and expect different things. So what should hoteliers do to be prepared for those travelers? Yeah, and you mentioned that they are the change in landscape. That's probably the biggest sort of note for me is if, you know, when's the last time you ran a, a CompSat uh, analysis? Uh, and, and, and if it, if it was less than, uh, if it was more than a year ago, it's probably time to do it again. Because it's it just seems like hospitality space has a very low barrier to entry. Anyone with real estate or the ability to build something is like wanting to make a property or a unique concept these days. Mm -hmm. um, and, and we know, and, and when you look at the guests that's coming through, they are way more agnostic as to what they purchase. Mm -hmm. They really care more about value. They care about value and, and value defined by, um, uh, you know, the price that is worth the experience that they're providing. And I know that is of high value because reviews tell me it's so. So mm -hmm. it's a lot of reviews, price, um, and, and, and I, I'm able to make that decision uh, just as much as I would go to a hotel. I may go to a vacation rental. I may go to something else, right? Uh, and, and that new that new day is really something to, to consider. So when it comes to, for example, vacation rentals, you know, are we really going to see them compete in the same level as hotels, right? Air, Airbnb has seen an incredible growth recently. Mm -hmm. um, but at the same time, our vacation rental brands like Sonder, for example, going to be able to make inroads into this space. It's something to consider, right? Are, are you taking a look at that vacation rental market around you? Um, the other one is in the rise in independent hotels versus brands. I, I, look, there's a lot of great brands that are out there that produce a ton of value for, for their properties. Uh, but there's also a lot of people that are caring less about points these days. And, um, and in, 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 in addition, you have a lot of uh, technology that is able to sort of make up for that difference. You still have a lot of properties saying, I'd rather let go of my, my flag, go independent. And I think I can make a better go at this than sure. by, by flying something up front, right? The, the, the playing field is being a little bit more leveled. And so seeing that, you know, you know seeing, seeing outside, are, are, am I seeing those brands drop off and more independent space go there? Um, because with independent space, also different technologies can be applied, right? And so it, it, it might change that competitive landscape a bit. And then as we talked about before, those unique brand experiences, those, the, those glampings, those boutiques, like all of those, they're here to stay, right? They're right. only going to continue to grow. And so how do we defend ourselves against that if I don't have my own unique experience? How do I get one? How do I think about delivering that at my property? No, I think that's, uh, you know, another important aspect of travel. Like I mentioned, I travel for more for a purpose now and more intent. So I'm spending more time looking at properties, going to their social medias, looking up their, you know, I went to a place in Tenerife and there are two resorts right next to each other and both of them are same price. But this other one made this social media video of them lip syncing to, you know, the Spanish song and taking you around the hotel and showing you everything. And I was like, that's the kind of place I want to stay, even though they're both exactly comparable. Uh, and I think more people are like that, that they spend a lot more time taking a look at the properties before they rent them. So I think the key takeaways here is experience, 
uh, guest experience and and the right technology and using it right uh, that works for your property. Uh, Raphael, one last question for you. Um, I love the stuff that you guys do at their cloud beds. Uh, if people want to know more about it, where should they go? Simple. Just go to our website, cloudbeds.com for more information, right? There's a lot of great researchers on there. There's blogs, there's videos, and you can also download our, our brand new free book called More Reservations and Happier Guests. It's the ultimate guide for the modern hotelier. You should go check it out. Awesome. So head over to cloudbeds.com, uh, download their free uh, book there online, uh, get some good insights from these guys. Raphael, uh, again, thanks so much for joining. Absolutely. It was my pleasure. Thank you, Christian. Cool. I think we'll wrap it up here for today. So to all our listeners, thank you for joining. We have another great episode planned for you. So watch this space. Remember to stay up to date with all our events by signing up to the I Meet Hotel mailing list and visiting us on LinkedIn and Twitter. Or hey, you can go old school. Email us at info at imeethotel.com. So today we talked, we questioned, we learned, and most importantly, we hope we gave you something to think about. Also, if there's anything you want us to cover in future episodes, we've got a podcast team that's eager to dive into some weird and interesting research topics. So get in touch with us and let us know if there's anything you want to know about hospitality. The I Meet Hotel podcast is a production from I Meet Hotel and Bidroom, the first subscription-based online travel community. Visit bidroom.com to learn more.